All right, welcome back to another week of a Laughing Matter podcast. Hi, Allie. Hi, Bridget. How's your week? Uh, <laughs> it's going. I am so like low energy again, and yeah. like it is like I don't know if I'm in just like a depression cycle, but mm-hmm. like just no motivation, no like I don't know. So I feel very. Do you think it's because it's so gloomy after it was so beautiful for that one week? I'm just so depressed because yeah. I like, got to go. I had sunshine for like five days. Yeah, and now for like I'm a like, minute. It was yeah. real nice. And then and now it's just supposed shitty. to snow again tonight. I think so. Yeah, I think it definitely has something to do with it. Like, I don't, I don't know. Because everything else is fine. Like, I don't really yeah. have any other waves in my life. So I'm just kind of like, what the fuck? Maybe that's why, though. Yeah. Like Nothing's like inspiring me. I feel like our me. Scorpio moon, like... Scorpio moons like need a little Scorpios. <laughs> our Scorpio moons need a little drama to like keep us interested that's and <laughs> yeah, thriving chaos. Yeah, I think that's why I gaslight Jacob so much because my life otherwise is so boring now. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll talk about that. Like we haven't gotten into a fight in a while. It's just like shit. Like yeah. good for us, but also like what can we get into? <laughs> yeah, just looking for things. Right. I'm like, you didn't wash this one dish, you bitch. I know. You know what? That's why we don't fight anymore. We also, we don't live together anymore. So it's yeah, like, that makes a huge takes... difference. Oh, for sure. But yeah. also like, we'll get into that later on, but like yeah. the happiest people in the world are women that live alone. Yeah. There's like research behind that. It's like single women after 30 are like the happiest group of women. Yeah. And I believe it and I understand it 1000%. <laughs> I have more notes on that actually yeah. when we go over our special of the week. Yeah, our special has a lot to do with that, I feel like. I, I agreed. Um, but how was your week? Anything crazy happen? Nothing crazy. Nothing. It was good. No more um, weird police no officers. More weird police officer things. Creeps. I did speak to one of my friends who's a lawyer and she had just was like, if it happens again, you should like file for information or something like that. And yeah. then either it'll be on his record that. I had put it in a record request or there should be information as to why he was doing what he was doing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's good advice. So, so we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Um, today we had one of the friend of the pod, Brady Gregorich. I hope I'm saying that right. That's a hard one. Gregorich. I, I think feel like I, I can see it right. when I, I can say it when I see it. Do you have it in front of yeah. you? Yeah. Gregorich. That sounds perfect. Gregorich. Where is it? Like up top. Oh. Gregorich. Gregorich. Yeah, I think Frick, that's it. I don't know. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> Shit. Brady, you know who you are. <laughs> um, well, he's one of our friends and a uh, friend of the pots, and he shared a staff photo of us today. He did? Yeah, back from when Brad Williams was there. On his Instagram? There. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, he sent it to us and was just like, hey, look at this. Memory popped up. And oh, my god. I was like, gosh. that's so cute. I was like, I wish I could share it, but like, Home Club's banner is there. Yeah. And like, I don't want to open that can of worms. I know. <laughs> we'll have to put like our logo on top of it or something. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Just like crop every sign out. Yeah. I think that's so cute, though. If you guys don't know, um, at the end of every, is this like standard for like clubs to do that? I don't know. Club, our clubs would take a photo at the end of every weekend, if we remembered. Yeah. With the headliners mm-hmm. and, you know, the comics or whatever. And I love it. I think it's so cute because we have so many photos that were like. We have so many good memories to yeah. look back on. And then like when I left home club and you guys made me that really sweet, um, like book of all of our photos. Photo that was so nice. Know, and we so had cute. so many of those in there. I know. They gave me basically the same exact one when I left, and I was like, nice. <laughs> nice. I already all put this. it together. Yeah. <laughs> I did this last time. My, like, cover fell off, like, oh, no. the third day I had it. Oh. Yeah. You gotta get you a whole new one. No, I'll just glue it back on. There you go. I just have, like, I've kept it in the little box so it keeps nice and clean and stored. Oh, that's yeah. cute. Any new comedy that you heard about? 
No, I mean, I guess I did a little research with the, like, whole Ali Wong and Bill Hader Bill Hader, Hader thing, yes. Because she's going to be, obviously, our special mm-hmm. this week. So I looked into that, and they're, like, confirmed dating now, right? Yes. Okay, so they're confirmed dating, which I did not know that they apparently dated... Um, last year? Yeah, last year they did, and... Then they broke up. I don't really... I don't remember any of that, to be honest. I think, like, they really kept it on the DL from what I was reading. Really? Yeah. And then they, like... Was it a bad breakup? It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like they broke up due to, like, they both had really busy schedules. Oh. And so they broke up at the end of last year, and nobody really even knew that the relationship was happening until post-breakup. Oh, wow. But now they're back together, which I think is just such a strange pairing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Also, because she was, like... It's weird to think of Ali Wong dating anyone now that I'm thinking of it, now that I just watched right. her special, because she's been, like, known as, like, mom, family, with her dude. Absolutely. So it's kind of strange that she's just randomly with Bill Hader. Yeah, <laughs> and I was reading this article, um, one of the Page Six articles online, and they just had these pictures of, like, them on a hike. Oh, my God, And she yeah. looks so cute. She has her little hiking outfit on. She's, she's got adorbs. her little, like, satchel thing. Mm-hmm. And then he looked... Like, he just rolled out of bed, like, wearing gray like sweatpants. 65-year-old grandpa. Yeah. I was like, bro. She's, like, a cool mom. That was literally the first sentence yeah. I wrote down. Ellie Wong is a cool mom. She she's also... Cool mom. I she's... wrote down great legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I do. Yeah. I think she, her outfits always on her specials are great. This is the third one she had on Netflix, and they're always bomb. I think she always has some sort of, like, leopard dress on. Yeah, it's always, like, a red leopard dress. Theme, yeah, I feel like love a theme. Yeah, I found out by googling branding, her as well. That's good branding. I know because yeah. that is what I think of every mm-hmm. time I think of Ali Wong. Now, absolutely. Um, she's in Alexandra, just like me, and spells Ali the right <gasps> same way. You know, Never happens. I didn't happens. even think about that. No, oh isn't that so gosh, cute? Oh my gosh, that is cute. So yeah, I think that's Dorbs. Um, but she kept going in. She was in the news this week for the Bill Hader thing. Yeah. Um, but also for her, she's in a new show called Beef on Netflix. Yes. And then David Cho is a co-star of there. And then okay. he's like being like nailed down right now. Crucified. <gasps> what do you mean? Because, well, he like made some comments on a podcast like nine years ago uh-huh. about like he tried to make a joke about rape and like <sighs> that's it wasn't funny and now yeah. people are like hey nine years ago you said this <laughs> isn't that so scary like doing podcasts right now i'm no, like oh, God, oh if we blow up and some like i say some no shit yeah like, no they're gonna be oh, like fuck. this lady does molly and tells her kids about it <laughs> It makes them dance like, to the Jonas lady Brothers. Said vagina's a vagina. Cancel her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it is terrifying. It but is terrifying. Also, what it he tried to make a joke and like the whole thing is like they he fabricated a thing about a massage and like making the masseuse touch his dick and like it wasn't but even funny. It was funny. fake though. Right? It was fake. Yeah. Like, and it it's was not like he actually made a masseuse touch his dick. Right. Which yeah, of course that's disgusting. And if some masseuse was like, hey, this guy raped me, like I think it's worth talking about. Yeah. But if absolutely. we're just gonna talk about a stupid thing that he said on his own podcast nine years ago yeah no i have to agree and is it because we have our own podcast and sometimes (laughs) say dumb shit (laughs) don't do this to me guys (laughs) but it's also like also coming from a background in comedy like Mm -hmm. you have to try out material like some things don't hit the way you want them to hit like you know some ideas are not great and things are gonna flop but i don't know i think when it's a joke and especially when it's a joke that's being worked on, mm-hmm. people have to like 
go in with the mindset of like this is not real this is not a real situation right and like yeah people get offended by comedy all the time but as we've said in previous episodes comedy is subjective like just Mm -hmm. because you don't like it doesn't mean that somebody else you know wouldn't so yeah I don't and know. I'm sure let's was... not crucify people over jokes. Yeah, 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 and like nine year old jokes too. Yeah, absolutely. That's almost a decade. Yeah, like there's so much that you learn in a decade. And like five That's... years. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Like five years ago. Oh my god. Ten years like, ago, I was saying person. some crazy shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I was 19 10 years ago. Yeah. I was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like nuts. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know. That was just crazy. Um, Poor guy. I feel kind of bad for him. I know. So it was I mean, don't make rape jokes, obviously. Yeah, like definitely do better with right, that. Right. <laughs> but, but damn, it was I don't nine think years he needs ago. To be let him in, let him enjoy his brand yeah. new show that That's clearly nice. people are talking about. Yeah. Also, they call it an A twenty four film, which is a phrase that I've heard a lot in like the last two weeks, but I have no idea what it is. I don't know what that is either. You don't? They called. I don't know. I think it's like some sort of like, not necessarily big like blockbuster film but oh, it's also like indie like, but like but not, it's indie? not an indie i don't know maybe we should google it yeah hold we on should. let me google it let's get google <laughs> it's like a an film american company. independent entertainment company that specializes oh. in film and television production as well as film distribution oh okay so it's just a production company oh you thought it was like a I literal it was type, like of... A type of film because yeah. i've heard it so like really often i wonder if they're fighting. known specifically for doing a certain type oh beef is their number one yeah i've never they're not focused on a specific genre or theme instead they opt to make films that are interesting engaging and entertaining and most of all an experience oh okay so they aim to create not just a movie but an experience experience well i need to watch beef yeah before an experience uh, well, we can go right into talking about the special while okay. we're on it, when my notes are up. Let's do it. Um, yeah, no, I think Ali Wong is so cool. She was, like, on my list of people that I knew before I got into comedy. Yeah. There wasn't that many. It was her, Cat Williams, Aziz Ansari, and, like, Nick Offerman. <laughs> and those are, like, the only comedians that I knew. What about Dave Chappelle? <laughs> like, oh, I guess Dave Chappelle, but, like... Yeah. It, not like those are like the four that I thought were the funniest at the time. Yeah. Parks and Rec had like just blown up. <laughs> you know what? Before we jump into this, I really um, wanted to ask you today how, because last week you kind of touched on like the first time you went to the club was because of a friend like dragged you to watch another friend. Oh, yeah. How did you end up getting the job at the club? Like, was oh. there like an interesting story behind that? Not really. Well, kind of. Not really. No. <laughs> I got, um, well, I was. How did I get it? Facebook had like a job thing at the mm-hmm. time, like it was like marketplace, but like jobs, and yeah. they posted an ad, and I Facebook ad, yeah, and I just applied, and I was like actually like really down in the dumps, and like oh. probably like the lowest point in my life before I found the comedy club, actually. Wow. And I would say, yeah, <laughs> honestly, if we were talking about like the very beginning, like I was like on couch tour, like going mm-hmm. through my custody shit with my kids, like yeah. very rough stuff with. Um, you know that situation i had just moved back not that long ago from milwaukee when i was living there mm-hmm. it's very kind of a crazy time so it honestly came into my life probably at like the most perfect time was ever. it like really stabilizing for you definitely yeah like it was very um i don't know like i didn't really have a good like group of people around mm-hmm. me i hung out with a lot of drinkers and like yeah. a lot of people who struggled with addiction 
Um, and so, yeah, it was really nice once I like started going out with you guys and I'm like, oh, these people can like party hard, but like, also ha- yeah, has like day work. jobs <laughs> and like care about me. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel that definitely. too. Like how did, yeah. How did you start? And like, what was the beginning? So I applied via indeed. I want to say really, yeah. Back with the old owner. Oh um, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. And so it had been like a few weeks. It probably been like four or five weeks since I had applied. And I was really bummed because I was like, man, that would have been a cool job. And I was really trying to manifest it. Like I was watching Aww. a lot of comedy specials and I was like, this would be so cool. And I like watched all, I think Dave Chappelle only had three Netflix specials at the time, but I had watched them all in like one night. I'd stayed oh, up nice. until like six in the morning watching his specials. And I was like, that would be such a cool job. And then no, and then I didn't hear back for five weeks. And then finally <laughs> the old owner called and mm-hmm. like, did just like a really quick phone interview and then he was like hey come like Do come see a show and and let I me know that. if that's going to be something that you're interested in so that's cool um so I did I went and saw a show I brought my friend's little sister with me so Aww. she was not old enough to drink and that was fine but I was also like super sick with Crohn's at the time oh, and no. so I was just like I don't know, like, it was hard for me to, like, focus or, like, do anything. I was just in so much pain. And we get there, and at the time, I had a really intense fear of elevators. Oh, no. (laughs) And so at home club, you have to go up the elevator. Like, that's the only way to get into the club. So I almost didn't go to my, like... I did not know this about you. ...second interview, basically, because I was like, I cannot get into this elevator. Like, I'm Crohn's being sick, and this is just, like, not... For you. A vibe for me. And mm-hmm. but I was with my friend's little sister and she was like, Let's just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go in. You only have to go up two floors. Like You can do it. You can do it. And <laughs> right. I was like, Okay. So I, I get in there and I made it up and the What's the rest sister? is history. Oh my god. So yeah. But I wanna say it was pretty stabilizing for me too. Like I don't wanna say that that was my rock bottom at that point, but mm-hmm. I had definitely recently moved to this area true and yeah. right before i moved here the apartment that i had left had bed bugs oh, so i no. had to throw away literally everything i owned every single oh, piece of furniture God. all my clothes like i moved here with literally 20 dollars and like two suitcases oh, and that's my all God. i had in the world and my dog right and do you think that if we had different people it wouldn't have been as special to us absolutely you think so yeah yeah i agree because yeah because certain people would come and go and like it was still the core people that made it was like yeah, and I feel <laughs> the like most special every single club is that way like you have what I call like your skeleton staff like mm-hmm. the people that are just there through all of the ups and downs and I think that working in comedy clubs like cultivates that because yeah. it's such a specific type of work like it's such yeah. a specific type of serving that not all servers can do it not all bartenders can do it because it's so structured but also so fast-paced that it's right. really hard for people to like keep up with and kind of like mentally deal with because you don't get a lot of like one-on-one time with your tables right but you have to make those connections in the beginning so that you get good the tips, tips. <laughs> yeah for sure and so um it's just really not something that's for everybody but i Agreed. think once when you find the people who love it they really love it like, yeah and deep, they find their role in their souls yeah i agree i agree there's a lot of i think people who um when it came to like bartending and like needing to get help with that yeah. where it's not the same as bartending at like a dive bar down the street no, absolutely not. <laughs> so it's a lot of I don't know it's like a workout for sure yeah, but then so also fast-paced. I mean imagine you know home club is 
a little more than this, but approximately 150 seats. Right. And we have a two-item minimum. Mm-hmm. So at a minimum on a sold-out show, you are the only bartender and you're outputting 300 drinks. Right. At a minimum. Yeah. And most people, especially at where we are, we're going to order four more drinks. Yeah, they're there to So you're putting out 600 drinks probably. I just, oh my God, those sold out second, like that feeling is unlike anything else of like getting all of like the sold out crew from first show done and like Mm -hmm. everybody out and cleaned up and it's reset in 15 minutes and like that like i don't know what five minute break well like the servers that smoked like went outside outside. and like you have like five minutes to just like no one's gonna talk to you but then you know like once the elevator doors open it's It's like go time again and it's not stop exactly (laughs) that's why i smoked for a few years i was thinking about that like we smoked and then we just didn't smoke anymore like there yeah. were so many shows where we would like split a cigarette and then it's like we just I stopped haven't... though yeah like i quit drinking and then i was like i'm just not gonna do this ever again yeah and i didn't no <laughs> so if you want to quit smoking do it because it is it's not that hard it's so easy <laughs> <laughs> just stop <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah no i agree yeah, yeah that but... was wild i mean yeah i now that we've just said that like outputting 600 drinks in a matter of an hour and a half because that's a approximately how long the show is yeah that's wild no it's so nuts and it was like i gained weight (laughs) like once i like left the club but specifically in my back because and i didn't know this but Riker told me (laughs) because like of the work i know it wasn't he wasn't being a dick about it but like i don't know it's completely taken out of context but he had told me that there was like a muscle that was like very well defined in my back just Uh from like constantly breaking this down but like you know what i mean reaching for bottles yeah and once i stopped doing that like that those weren't just toned anymore and i'm just like oh my god those are your lats (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) thank you you had those big old lats i don't know what that yeah but yeah and apparently they're all gone now so (laughs) oh we gotta start reaching for bottles again (laughs) clearly yeah that'll do it hey but yeah yeah i thought that was that was crazy but yeah, I don't know. It's weird thinking about um, like the beginning because it feels so long ago. It does. It feels really far away. This is something we can explain. So when the old owners left, mm-hmm. they were the... I wasn't even there. I think I met the guy one time mm-hmm. at a bar yeah, <laughs> when probably. we were all out. <laughs> um, but I don't really know much about him. But he had owned it for, what, like 20, 20 years? years. Mm-hmm. And so then they decided to sell and then the new owners purchased it. But when they left, they left so much stuff. So, so there much. was... There was a ton. I was really excited when I got to be GM to go through all the shit that was like up, <laughs> up and like, it's like a weird old uh, mill that the building's into. So right. there's like attics and nooks it's and like crannies. It's like this really old, dusty yeah. brick building. Yeah. Weird things everywhere. Did you go through all of the attic stuff? Most of it. Wow. So there's Was a there lo- anything cool? No. There was like um, cool, like Christmas things that I did decorate like yeah. everywhere with the Christmas stuff. Yeah. Which was a bitch to clean back up. So oh, I, I bet. would not recommend doing Dude, that again. No. I, no, I saw all the boxes up there labeled Christmas, and I said, no fucking way am I doing that. No, and, like, I thought, like, because, like, I don't know, ornaments are super cute, and, like, yeah. I thought it would be fun to, like, decorate, but they weren't even good, so maybe that's um, why he left them. I did find, like, a Lewis Black picture mm-hmm. behind, like, one of the old HVAC units. Oh, wow. In that, like, upstairs closet. Oh, sure, sure. And I, like, sent a picture of it to the new owner and I was like can I have this mm-hmm. and he oh, was right. like yeah but if you ever sell it for a profit I get half <laughs> <laughs> so 
sounds about right. Yeah. So it'll go up in the pod lab. They'll see it on our content. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I got the Emo Phillips and the Harlan Williams one. Yeah. And I thought those were appropriate though. Oh yeah. So the reason why I have those, even though, cause I think you guys were given free reign on those before yeah, I even absolutely. started. Mm-hmm. So those were like all over the walls. Right. Yep. And they covered the, that was like a classic, like comedy I feel like eighties, nineties comedy club thing where okay. like they would get the headshots of the headliners and have the headliners sign them and then they'd like put them up sure, throughout sure, sure. the comedy club. I feel like a lot of clubs yeah, that seems like would a do that. Thing. And so home club with the previous owner, like the lobby room, mm-hmm. I guess, was like covered. All of the walls were covered in these wow. signed headshots. Yeah, there's a ton of them. Yeah. Even, yeah, when I was GM, I went through, there's a big stack. Yeah, and I think those ones were not signed because I took two signed ones. I have, um, oh, I always blink on his name. It's going to come to me. Bob Saget. I have Bob Saget. And then (sighs) who's the guy who plays Joey in? Yeah, why is Alanis Morissette coming to my mind right now? Because doesn't she have a song yeah, about him? Yeah, and she, I just saw an interview of her talking about Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. So yes. I have his signed headshot as well. Wait, was Bob's signed? Yes. <gasps> yes. That's such a good one. I know. Oh, I'm so glad that I took them. Yeah, but thinking back on it, I'm so mad because the person who took the majority of all of those headshots uh-huh. um, was this like bartender that we had during the transition. So he was a bartender that was hired by the old owner right before the new owners bought them out. And so he was kind of there during the transition, but basically left immediately and was insane. Like he threw a a liquor bottle at (gasps) one of the servers because they got into a fight. Oh my God. Yeah, he was wild. But he, and when I say he took most of them, I mean like over a hundred. Like he had to like wheel them out like in a cart. Oh my God. And we all have like one or two. Yeah. And we were there for years. (laughs) Yeah, literally. And I'm like- Fuck that guy. Yeah. And he was, yeah, he was really crazy. He had some, like, baby mama drama stuff, too, where he, like, I don't know, got, like, a one-night stand person pregnant, and it was, like, a whole thing. I live for restaurant drama, though. Honestly, I do miss it. Oh, my God. He was so dramatic, and he was, like, one of those people who were, like, I'm from L.A. Like, I'm too good for this town. And I'm, like, then why do you, like, why did you move here, then? Right. Who forced you to come yeah, back? Yeah, nobody forced you to come here. Yeah. Yeah. We can complain about it because we haven't left yet, but I wouldn't complain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Dumb. So um, I hope that he still has them because if he just like threw them away he probably or like. Did. He probably did, I feel like. I'm keeping mine forever. And I, ke- I kept. Well, the other one, there's still some there unless I got rid of them, but I took. Emo Phillips, because he did come to the club. Were you managing? Yes. You were? Okay, so that makes sense. No, wait. I was not managing that one. I think Juliana was still there, I felt like. Juliana was there, and that was the day that the guy, um, we had to call the cops. Do you remember this? What? Yeah, there was this guy in the crowd who was being really disruptive, and security had to, like, go up to him. I think Juliana went up to him at some point and was like, hey, like, we're going to kick you out if you don't stop. And he told her like, um, don't interrupt me. I'm having a business meeting. (gasps) And Oh my God. She was like, you're at a live show. Yeah. Like just have a business meeting. Yeah. And so then they like, we were trying to kick them out and they wouldn't leave. So we had to call the cops and then the cops came, made him pay his tab. Cause that was the other thing. He was refusing to pay his tab and he's refusing to leave. So we had to call the cop. I had to call the cops and, um, so they came and, like, got him to pay his tab and then removed him. Mm-hmm. 
but they just like let him go like they didn't arrest him or anything like that Mm -hmm. well like a few hours later they ended up actually arresting him because he was like super intoxicated out about on the town and he had a bunch of coke on him oh no (laughs) oh my god so like just like a few hours later he did end up getting arrested but that was definitely emo phillips show (laughs) poor emo yeah another thing i remember about that it was one of our friends (laughs) i think it was cody sorry if it's not you cody but um it's definitely somebody because we laughed about this later on um was it had to have him because I think he got done with a shift and then was sitting there and like writing something down and emo uh-huh. had walked up to him and been like can you not copy my or can you not steal my jokes and like I'm 90% sure it was Cody I think he was like holy shit dude like that's not me like I was not doing that yeah. like I work here like I whatever but like oh how embarrassing yeah no <laughs> so kidding. if you're at a show do you think he was being serious or do you think he was fucking with him I think he was being serious. Yeah, I could see him being serious. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it seemed very... I feel like he comes from a comedy generation where people were just stealing people's jokes constantly. Probably. Yeah. He's probably like one of the oldest comedians that had ever come to... Yeah, come he to was basically club. dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his his um, picture, though, I love it so much. It's like very like... Emo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. I like it. It fits the uh, fits the tune. And yeah. then I have Harlan Williams, who was the goofiest, goofiest dude. I missed his weekend. I think no, did I? You were gone. I, yeah, I was gone. But I don't know if he not... had come down to you. No, and I'm actually super grateful because, as I've said before, I don't like comics who yell. Yeah. And his like his like clip of in our in our pre show video, obviously mm-hmm. we show clips of upcoming comedians. Oh yeah. yeah. And his clip was like just him yelling the whole time and i was oh like God. i will not be able to get through five shows yeah i don't think he shouted too yelling. much yelling yeah i think he was loud definitely he has yeah. like a a yell to him but yeah. like he's just quirky just not my vibe he was not no i thought he was the yelling i don't like either but harland himself was very funny yeah was he was he good to work with yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know i think it's uh, it's one thing to be funny on stage but like to be to, i don't know he has just one of those energies that's like or like oh, like you know what i mean yeah, yeah very like very that. much so where it's almost like cat like yeah <laughs> the things that like they say to you like sometimes if, are wild yeah especially when it's like 4 a.m on the way to the airport like, yeah <laughs> the shit that just comes out of the comic smell sometimes it's especially like, um mark norman says some really <laughs> awful wall things that yeah. has like no context and then he doesn't give you any more context last time he asked me if it's worth having kids yeah okay i think so yeah they're great the last time i worked with him at home club i was like picking him up from the airport and this was we had just reopened from pandemic so he was like oh who's big on your calendar this month and i was like you you <laughs> and he was like no 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 and i was like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that is his vibe, though. Every time yeah. he would come to home club, like, mm-hmm. he did not realize that, like, yeah, you know, you're pretty popular here. <laughs> yeah, you're the one. Yeah, you, you do well. I also, when I picked him up from the airport, when he did L Club, he just talked crap about the one of the other clubs. Like, one oh, of the other that. clubs that we owned. <laughs> oh, about the ones that... <laughs> that we owned. He was like, like yo, the they really need to get their stuff together. He was, like, oh telling me, God. and I was like... What did they do wrong? Um, I don't Spill know. Spill that tea, Bridget. It was, it was one of the fresh clubs. It was one of the ones that, it was oh, the one, one that, the opened that just opened just before L Club. So like, they were still figuring it out, I feel like. But he was like, yeah, it was a mess. He's oh like, God. they were talking, I don't know. He was just talking about how like the crowds are bad and like oh. his experience was bad and blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. 
and but then he just goes but i remember you and i know you got it under control <laughs> that's like, such a compliment bro. i know it really was well, because think of how many gms he deals and with I all the time and i hope that i had it under control i don't really remember his weekend i think you well, do but yeah even when things are like crazy like you still can like keep yeah. your shit so at that point i think i'd worked with him a couple of times yeah at least three times he's up there for how many times he had come to the club like yeah. for how many times i've seen a comedian like yeah really the most i should have seen you was like four times yeah <laughs> i feel like i saw him a lot more than that yeah definitely at least four times <laughs> for sure every year for sure yeah which is nice like we said it's nice when they can come in or come back and like yeah we go to the same bar and like it's, i don't know it's you start nice. to like form the relationships and form the memories which is really nice like yeah i don't know it's nice to have friends. It's nice to have friends. <laughs> Never, they don't know us now, but... No, not really. They won't remember us. Are you looking for a meaningful way to make a positive impact in your community? Consider supporting Bobby's Bikes, which is a nonprofit charity that provides bicycles to children in need. Through the program, disadvantaged youth are given access to a valuable form of transportation, improving their physical and mental health. Bikes help build confidence and foster a sense of independence, while also encouraging children to explore the world outside their bedroom. By donating to Bobby's Bikes, you'll be making a lasting difference in a child's life. To make a donation or learn more about how you can help, visit us at bobbysbikes.org. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the show. Well, let's jump into this week's special. Yeah, let's talk about... Ali Wong, um, she came out with another Netflix special. Uh, oh, came back 2022 already. Or yeah. Came out. Um, yeah, I love her. What was it called? Great. Don Wong. Don Wong. Don, Don Wong. Wong. Yeah, That's I really enjoyed it. Um, my my second note after Great Legs was no mic stand. She had no mic stand. She walked oh. up and just picked the mic up off of the stool. Oh. Which I thought was Why do you think she choice. did that? I don't know. Because she walks around so much. I wonder if she Probably. knocked it off. I wonder if... <laughs> cause I mean, like, she does. She's like... She's great at using her space, yeah. for sure. She moves around a lot, which I feel mm. like helps to keep people's attention, yeah. honestly. Like, big movements and, I don't know. Right. Like, using your space is always good. Yeah. But I just thought it was strange that she didn't do the mic stand. just picked it right up off the stool. That is strange. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm curious why that was a choice. I don't know. I Probably like... not something anybody else would notice. No. Yeah. But I know it is interesting, especially yeah. in if, I mean, for the amount of comics I feel like that was in. I'm yeah. sure it's something that they would have noticed. Yeah. So I so... wonder why she made that choice. Yeah, no kidding. Because, like, most of the times you just take the mic off the stand and put the stand, like, behind you so it's still out of your way. I wonder if she has anxiety because, like, as somebody with anxiety, you do think about things like that. Like, right. I would think about... Like, getting the mic out of the mic stand. I would think about yeah. where the cord's going to be the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, I would think about those weird things if I have, you know... Or, like, like yeah, since she moves around a lot, like, maybe she's, like, knocked them over so many times because the cord gets, like, twisted. Somebody's just like, you got to be done with the cords. You yeah. can't do like the goddamn cords anymore. No more. <laughs> no more mic stands. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I mean, it. you know what? That's a good point because how many comics have gotten up onto home club stage and home club didn't have, like, a normal mic stand where you do, like, the twist adjustment mm-hmm. in the middle. It had, like, a grip up the top, which did oh. the adjustment. Mm-hmm. And so many comics, like couldn't figure it out because oh. they would just like automatically go for the normal twist would portion to like adjust it and be like 
Yes. Oh my God. I would sit in the DJ booth and I'd be like, up, 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 up. You can do it. Move your hands up. Move your hands up. You'll find it. I promise. Because it is really embarrassing, especially for like the comics who are really tall. Yeah. And then they like can't get the mic stand up where they need it to be. So then they're either just like weirdly bending over their mic or they're like just then they take the it off only time but it's so it's always so awkward isn't good yeah <laughs> the only no time. kidding yeah <laughs> uh, yes um chill don't pay the bills that's a note that i have on here <laughs> and chuckle so fuckers funny. which is funny because i remember did she say chuckle fuckers she did how did i miss that i don't know but it reminds me of you because you said something did you watch this before or was this from no that's like a brand? term that's like a comedy term right mm-hmm. so she was just explaining you know the same thing women yeah. who get dickmatized <laughs> dickmatized <laughs> by the jokes and she goes over like the difference between getting fan pussy and fan dick and yes. i think it's hysterical because she's so 100 percent correct she was 100 correct on a lot of this like, yeah she, i don't know she like spilled the tea i feel like she really did she spilled a lot of comma tea, comma on tea. this kind of gave some background of like what it's like to be a female comic mm-hmm. in that like you know getting fan dick is way creepier than fan pussy the weirdos that yeah. like women who do comedy which says a lot about our society no really and (laughs) like why are normal guys not going after these comedians yes and that was kind of like her whole point like at the beginning of the special is like female Mm -hmm. comics who are super successful date below them whereas like male comics who are super successful definitely date above them Mm -hmm. i mean look at kim kardashian and why can't i remember his name right now pete davidson pete davidson Pete yeah. Davidson just dated Kim Kardashian. I know. Like, think of all of the women that he's got. Like, yeah, yeah. he's hot, but, like, it's definitely just 100% because you're funny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you are funny, which honestly is, that's majorly important to me, too. But, like, yeah, I don't think I could date a comedian. No. Because they're very obsessed with themselves. But Yeah, they're very self-centered. <laughs> yeah. Very <laughs> which much you so. have to be to put on your own show by yourself with just a to mic. To be able to be good at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's pros and cons. I don't know. I just like that she really made the special about, like, kind of the struggles of a successful woman. Yeah. And a successful woman with, like, a family. Mm -hmm. But, like, she really focused on, like, how it's different to be a successful woman versus being a successful man. And, like, obviously that's a common topic that a lot of people talk about and is definitely being talked about in today's age, I feel like. Um, But hers was more, like... Once you're a successful woman, like, it's harder to get good dick, yeah. basically. Yeah. Because it's, like, being a successful man, like, that's an attractive quality. But, like, right. being a successful woman is not an attractive quality. No. So, I don't know. Being, like, a mildly attractive woman for, you know, like, mildly successful and mildly attractive, I was like, this hits me. You're majorly <laughs> it hurts attractive, me. majorly successful. Majorly. Majorly. Yeah. Majorly attractive, mildly successful. <laughs> we are working on the majorly. This is why you guys got to listen. Yeah, but even just in my mild success, I was like, wow, this really hits home and hurts a little bit. It is. It's honestly really hard knowing though, like even what I said before, like the I heard that statistic about how the single women living mm-hmm. alone is the happiest and it really sticks with me because it's yeah. like, yeah, I've, I've lived with men and I'm, I've lived alone and I'm a lot happier alone. Oh my God. <laughs> like I love Riker, but I, like I already clean up after two kids. Why uh, would yeah. I want to clean up after a grown man? It's really hard. You know and I, mean? I don't want to like hate on Jacob. He's the bomb, but right. we love our men. Yes. <laughs> but... It is there. One of the things that she said 
was like, I'm successful right now with a husband. Can you imagine how successful I would have been if I had a wife? <laughs> like that for me was like, yeah. What if Jacob was a wife right. and did the things like change the sheets? Too. Yeah, you know. Or mm-hmm. her example was like put on the duvet cover. Like, yeah. just doing those small things that I feel like women are always really aware of, and men are not. Do not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not in their mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And so like being a successful woman or like being the breadwinner, I feel like of a home as a woman is more difficult because your partner is not necessarily on cue to be the homemaker then. Right. Which is hard. It becomes exhausting. No, it's very exhausting. And you you can become resentful if it isn't like discussed, talked about. Absolutely. Uh, Jacob and I had to make like chore lists and yeah. stuff like that so that I wouldn't come home and just like yeah. lose my mind. No, absolutely. It has to be talked about. And it's like, I don't know. I did not want to be put into, it's important to know like while you're dating though too, like what you expect out of your roles, I feel like. Because yeah. I was pushed into the being like the homemaker or whatever, which mm-hmm. I naturally am. But when I was being pushed into it, when yeah. I have not found my groove yet, yeah. I was like resentful and like, oh, fuck yeah. you. Like, don't try and like. Like, I'm going to do I'm not going to clean up do. after yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? But when yeah. I'm naturally, like, I don't know, when I'm being supported, I don't know. It's weird. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's, I, I don't can, know what I'm trying to say. I can relate to that. I feel like in previous relationships, I dated a lot of, like, really um, strong-willed men who wanted to be the man of the relationship. And, right. like, looking back on that, I know now why I struggled with that so much because I was like, I am the I'm man. I'm the man in the relationship. <laughs> right. I am yeah. the breadwinner. Yeah. And like that, I, I do enjoy being the breadwinner and I do enjoy being like not having to feel like I need to be supported. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'd rather be the supporter. Yeah. Um, and that's just like my personality, personal. my mm-hmm. personal preference. Um, that doesn't, you know, it comes with its own hardships, obviously. Right. Like we just talked about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like try people trying to fit you into that box of like you're the homemaker because you're a woman is yeah. always like really uncomfortable yeah and terrible for most women right it's like no, we have a choice now yeah and i'm gonna you know choose flex my decision making skills Definitely. and i'm gonna choose and yeah you know don't push this on me and i feel exactly. like this is something i've been thinking about a lot is like that women are no longer looking for somebody to support them they're right. looking for partners yeah right absolutely so it's like now we know like we're not looking for providers we're looking for partners yeah you know like we already we know we're expected to go get our own ourselves. jobs yeah like we, we that we're way past that so right. it's like way what do we even that. need these men for and i feel like it's our generation <laughs> that's kind of like sure of course like the generation before us worked and stuff like that but right. i feel like there was still an underlying of like women take care of the house and, stay at home moms yeah it was still really mm-hmm. big i feel like even when we were kids like my mom took time off work to raise us and stuff yeah. whereas like our generation now is like like we're not having kids as often yeah because i feel like we have the choice mm-hmm. that's more clear to us that it is a choice and not like an expectation right more like i feel like less women feel obligated to absolutely have the kids and, do and all less that. women feel obligated to like put up with kind mm-hmm. of shit partners <laughs> yeah because we don't like we don't need you to take care of us like we don't right. need you What's to support point? us like mm-hmm. I can do everything on my own. So, like, unless you're bringing something to this relationship, then mm-hmm. there's no point. Get away from me. <laughs> yeah, which is beautiful. Which is beautiful. Absolutely, it takes away I think it's control. wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. But it, it comes with the <laughs> the issues. I think in a relationship too. I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. But like, I don't know. I don't. I don't crave living with Breaker ever anymore. No. Like, I'm very happy with 
this situation. And it might be because we both have kids too. So like yeah. crossing that path again after we had broken up already is yeah, like an issue. Yeah, seems pretty hard. Yeah. But like even, I don't know, like let's say that never even worked out. Like moving in with another man ever. <laughs> like I know. Having uh, your own like solitary like time and your own peace is yeah. such a thing. And it's no, very it's, nice. Right. And that's why Jacob has his game room. Yeah. I'm like go to your room. <laughs> you know what? You're right. So if we ever did move back in, it would just have to be a very big house. Yeah. I would just need like You definitely my own need way. your own space. Yeah. So yeah, what else about Ali Wong? Ali Wong. Chill don't pay the bills, and that's why we don't date chill men. Yeah. Um, which is actually like the complete opposite for me because Jacob is the chillest as they come. You know, Riker is such a blend because I definitely think I'm more chill, but like when it comes to things that I give a shit about, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, here we go. Let's yeah. do it. But then, I don't know. We just, we balance each other out. Yeah. I yeah. think Jacob likes to be the sugar baby. Like he got so used to it in the last four years that like, yeah. He, he had to buy like um, a couple of household items this month and he was like, why am I buying all the household items? And I was like, oh, I, I bought all the toilet paper for like three years. I think you can buy some toothpaste and paper towels. <laughs> like, he's so just funny. so used to being a sugar baby. And he's like, well, are you going to, what did he say? Um, he's like, you should just start selling your feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm, I might. I think you know, so, many, so many girls have done it now though. You're getting like 50 cents a pick. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I think it's that's why I was like, like a... maybe there's a hand fetish. Cause I feel like I got really great, like long, there you go. If you hands. thought it, somebody else did too, Some, girl. I'm like, somebody might be into hands. Oh, I'm sure there is. Some really nice flight attendant uh, flight attendant on our way to Ireland told me that I should be a hand model. What? Yeah. I love that. It's I giving said... Joey from Friends. <laughs> Do you remember that episode? No. Oh, my God. Was he a hand model? He thought he could be. <laughs> so... That's hilarious. Yeah. I'll send you a So if anybody wants to buy hand pics, DM Bridget's me. got you covered. <laughs> That's what we're going to start our Patreon. Yeah. That's what it's going to be about. It's just going to yeah. be Bridget's hands. Just my hand picks. Um, I also like that Ali Wong in her special made a reference to Avatar The Last Airbender. Did you, have you watched that show? Not the show. Is it different than the movies? Yeah. Okay. I'm caught Not up the on blue the Avatar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, it's completely different. Okay. Avatar The Last Airbender is like a, it's like, it's a show on. Yeah. Like I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Like so like. It's incredible. I still watch it every single year. I think it's so good. You're like a little child. I love it. Just a little child. You know, it's not just a children's show. It's really great. Um, But yeah, she made like a reference to Avatar The Last Airbender and then just kind of like didn't explain it further. Oh, good. So, you know, maybe she's ADHD. She just like was like assumed that everybody would know like what what she meant about Zuko. Like, come on, Appa, we're going to go make out with Zuko Mm -hmm. and have a great time. And I was like, oh, my God, that's Avatar The Last Airbender. And then I was like, who else is not going to understand this? I I didn't think that you would know what it was, (laughs) but I was like, I love this. (laughs) That's so funny. Isn't that the best, though? Like, I love finding comics or even artists in general who like will just make a joke or like do something that's yeah, so like they have like little easter eggs yes, in their, in their jokes that. and if you rec- if you get it if you know you know yeah you know <laughs> you know you know yeah i thought her special was really great it hit home for me in a lot of ways and she was really funny about it she's obviously very graphic yeah um so if you're not into r-rated material this is not the special for she you is not but the if you're for you. okay with r-rated material absolutely yeah, Super no, funny. I love her. Yeah, yeah, no, she is cooked in my life. She even talks about that. But <laughs> how she's just like, um, how are, are people okay with me talking about cheating on my husband so much? And it's just like, yeah, like yeah. all comedians, though. Like, every, you guys say some crazy shit. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. 
Um, but yeah, no, I yeah. liked her. I think she would be... I did too. I think it's so weird that she, like, most of the special was her, like, talking about how she wanted to cheat on her husband so badly, blah, blah, blah. blah. And now they're not together. Yeah, and then she divorced him, like, two months later. Yeah, Like, she ended the special being telling. like, yeah, I do talk about this a lot, but, like, we really do love each other, and we have a really good relationship, and, like, this is what a good marriage looks like. And then, like, two months later, she divorced him. Yeah, now she's on that <laughs> hater deck. <laughs> that hater deck. <laughs> And according to his ex-girlfriend, he has a really big dick. Really? Yeah. Well, probably, because look at Ali Wong and look at him. Yeah. So I fucking hope so. I know. That's why I was like, the man looks so strange. It's the He's same. got a, a really big forehead. Yeah. It's like, like someone Davidson like has... grabbed his face and like drew, like really like smushed it down into the bottom of his chin. I know. What you, you know. <laughs> I do know what you mean with that. I do. And he's really funny. Don't get me wrong. I like Bill Hader. Like the show Barry, super funny. I never. Like... I've never seen it, but it's. <gasps> Really? It's on HBO. You should watch it. I've seen the, yeah, the picture of it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of roles that I didn't think that he did well. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, what he, I know him, like, mostly for. He was in Superbad as one of the police officers. Okay, yeah. He was on SNL for a while. I think, yeah, that's what I'm thinking um, of, just mostly SNL Barry, stuff. obviously. Yeah, he was a lot of supporting roles, I feel like, yeah. in films. Yeah. Which are always, like, the best people. And those yeah. are the people who would come to, like, home clubs. <laughs> I would be like, this dude, really? You're like, what? And, like, this is, yeah, yeah. him and like every Jason other font. Muse. Yes. Jason Mewes. Or, like, Gail the guy from Snail. Beer Fest. Oh, Jay Shandarasikar. Yeah, he's one of those guys, I feel. Yeah. I don't know if he's supporting role. He's just, like... His own little thing, but, like, a random... Yeah, but just, like, a random dude. Yeah. He was fun. I liked him quite a lot. Yes. Yeah, he was funny. Looking um, back on it, he did send me some creepy emails, but at I the time I was that. like, oh, he's just being nice. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I would email him again. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Shaka. What's his last Shonda Rasekar. Shonda Rasekar. I'm not good with the last names. Yeah. I read his book too. It was very good. Interesting. Yeah. He I... also wrote on my book, Do You Want to Go on a Mustache Ride? Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me this. That's <laughs> <laughs> ballsy. And to I was put just like, oh, ha, ha funny and now i look at it and i'm like wow i was so dumb yeah like it was like probably like within my first two months of starting to manage so i just thought he was being really nice and funny and now i look back on it and i was like bridget you sweet sweet summer child maybe he still is <laughs> who knows i'll i would i'll believe that too maybe hopefully he's just being nice no he like emailed me and was like maybe you'll be in my next book oh yeah 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 and i was like can't wait to read the chapter about home club <laughs> Like, just dumb as fuck. <laughs> That's funny. Chapter five is going to just be Bridget from just Wisconsin. Bridget. Bridget from Wisconsin. <laughs> How incredible. Funny. He'll be like, he didn't re- she didn't realize the whole weekend I was hitting on her. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, God. I love that for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could be that innocent again. Uh, well, comedy clubs just ruined it. It really did. Mm. <laughs> God damn. Uh, anyway, any other notes on Ali Wong? Ali Wong, not really. Honestly, I think she's she's good shit. She was good shit. She's definitely booked, in my opinion. Agreed. So, booked. Booked. Um, I yeah, I still think it's weird that she's dating Bill Hader, and I'm a little sad that he and Anna Kendrick broke up because I, I did find them as like a good couple. Yes. Okay. And I that feel is like who Ali they dated. Wong and him is just like such a weird transition. Yeah. Like, what a weird choice. It, it it anything in Hollywood though like. A star is a star is a star is a star. Yeah. If I feel like if you've been on TV, like you're... 
I just feel like him and Anna, Anna Kendrick were both like funny and kind of dark and they were, a bit yeah, weird. Like they just felt like similar. a good Match. That is like so little puzzle Wasn't she just like coming out? I hope it's a different relationship. I'm sure it is. But she like was just on Dax Shepard's podcast talking uh-huh. about like her very abusive relationship. And she <gasps> just came out in a movie that was like based on the yeah, relationship. You're right. I don't think it was Bill Hader though. I feel like it would have been way. <laughs> yeah, I think it would have been way more hyped up. Right. For sure. But yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. She's so funny because she'll say things sometimes and she'll be like, oh yeah, I was in Twilight. And I'm like, fuck, you were in <laughs> you Twilight. Were in Twilight. <laughs> I started reading Twilight too. That was too. like her debut. Like, yeah. Yeah. She killed it. Crush. Crushed it. She did great. <laughs> um, but I started reading Twilight to the kids. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. To your eight-year-old? Yeah, they wanted to read a book. And I'm like, okay, oh, we're no. going to read this book. Nay's into it. Don't read them the fourth one, though. Or the third one. <laughs> yeah, when do they have sex? A, I, I don't know. Third or fourth for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Stop at the second. Yeah. <laughs> Get through the vampires the, or the werewolves. How are you going to stop if Nay's into it, though? She's going to want to know the end of the well, story. Well, good thing she's growing, too. So her, her maturity Read level. Read it really slow. It is. <laughs> James got she gets pinned. one page a night. Yeah. Basically, there's so many words on there, though. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and James got pissed. So there was like a, there was a few words that he was just like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> and then you're like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But they were like, yeah, there was so some you're big like, words. And so the lion fell in love with the lamb. <laughs> what a masochistic lamb. And he's like, what's masochistic? And you're like, nothing, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's so good because that is like word for word how it starts. Yeah, no, obviously, I know the books. <laughs> uh, so good. But yeah, back in Twilight. Industry tip of the week is if you are an opener of any kind, whether you're a feature or an MC, um, bringing other comics to the show with you to do a guest spot without clearing it, um, or even just like bringing other comics that are then going to like just sit in the green room yeah. to meet whatever headliner you're working with. Mm-hmm. Not cool. Not, not cool at all. Not and cool it at just, all. Yeah. It's another mouth to feed, which I have, I've told you guys, I don't fucking like that shit. No, don't bring us more work. Like we don't, that's not going to make us, that's not going to make don't me like, like you. you better yeah, if you and bring me more work. I think it's very strange. It honestly, it doesn't happen a lot. Most people don't do it's this. It's very, but um, I feel like. Newbie-ish, I feel. Yeah. And like, what an assumption to make of like, I'm just going to bring this person with me and they can drink and eat That's a, it's a strange assumption like to make anywhere you go. Yeah. So it's even stranger when you bring them to your job. I just like, I got to the point where I just would bring them bills. Oh, that's smart. I would, yeah. I'm so the And opposite. then people would like get really confused about it. But I'm like. Yeah. Like, who are you? you didn't, like, you didn't get permission to be here. Right. And like, I'm not letting you have this stuff for free. Like, it's mm-hmm. different if you were coming to see the show and you're sitting in the back and you're ordering from a server and I give right. you a discount. Like, that's totally fine. Happens all the time. Yep. Yeah. Love it. Girlfriends, boyfriends, other friends, whatever. Come right. to the show hang out have a good time but it's it's when they go into the green room and like act like they're a part of the show yeah that bothers me or like yeah so if you're a comic and you're on a show do bring your friends to see the show but do not bring them back into the green room they are not part of the they're show they're not part of the show and right. don't act like they're part of the show and if other comics tell you it's okay it's not that room is very small yeah <laughs> they don't want to share their sofa really small and, yeah and yeah and sometimes the headliner will be like yeah it's fine but they don't actually Right, the people in there like respect Most people their are not going to tell you no. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you know what I mean. So and then I it's know. like embarrassing. I feel like as the manager because you can kind of vibe out like 
oh, the headliner doesn't really love this, but what are you supposed to do? Just, like, awkwardly right. kick them out? Like, hey, like, sometimes if they leave of their own accord, I'll go up to them afterwards, and I'll be like, hey, you can't go back there if, mm-hmm. unless you're on the show. Like, I'll say something at that point, but, like, I'm not going to drag anybody out of the green room. Right, yeah, so, no, that's so embarrassing. Yeah, if you're on a show, just go, do your set, mm-hmm. you know, talk to the headliner, don't bring anybody else with you. Exactly, unless they're a ticket paying customer <laughs> yeah. or like i said if it's a boyfriend or girlfriend or someone who's gonna sit yeah. in the back just like ask ahead of time hey my friend oh, wants to sure. come see it can mm-hmm. they can they sit in the back yeah absolutely right just like know that there are professional boundaries and those boundaries are basically the green room <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> the green room is big the green room and don't expect us to like comp anything yeah you know super important yeah. is that a common thing that like i guess it's part of like a it writer. is because i feel like a lot of comedy clubs have kitchens like i would oh, say yeah. most comedy clubs have kitchens and yeah. home club was just kind of an exception yeah so like most comedy clubs are gonna give you a meal for free right because you're there you're there night. right yeah it does make sense so like definitely at l club when we had a full kitchen and so yeah you know whatever they wanted they got so jealous that was one of the biggest things <laughs> It's what's funny about home club is that it was like the baby club of like what like seven clubs. Yeah. So the littlest club. So all of us <laughs> would always just like refer to it as like the what is the stepchild. Yeah, the stepchild, the redheaded stepchild. It was because we were the we didn't one have club food. that was like we didn't have... bought out too. Yeah. So like all the other clubs were open from like the ground up. Yeah. Whereas like home club was purchased as like an entity that was running already. Right. So like they came in and did like a. They just, like, bought out as it was. So it's, right. like, all the employees and everything came with it. <laughs> and it had, yeah, its own yeah, personality. Exactly. its own opinions. And... Absolutely. Very loud opinions that I think it'd we be... definitely didn't keep to ourselves. No, like, definitely I remember not. the new owners would be, like, well, why does the staff care so much about this? And it's, like, because we care about this club and you're welcome that yeah. we care so freaking much. Truly. would be, like, why do they want to know things so far in advance? Because we want to be in the know. Because right. guess what? You're not here and we are. And yeah, we're, we're the ones who are going to have to implement all these things that you want to do. Yeah. So let us know in advance please that was a struggle having i loved i loved that it was like spread out being a part of a like a family-run business that was you know not super small not super big yeah somewhere in the middle family there. corporate yeah and it was great because you don't see them all the time which is a great bonus but also it does suck because they didn't because there's no hr yeah <laughs> I was gonna say because there's you know they don't give a shit there about, are no rules for yeah. the owners there's yeah. <laughs> there's no rules for the rule makers. Yeah. So there's just no um yeah, or like catch up. Like they just didn't I didn't talk to my boss. No, you didn't. <laughs> when I became a I I had met them. I had met them, you know, the first year that I worked for the club, but like but when not I was as a boss. A manager. No, you I talked to you. <laughs> yeah. I met them as a bartender. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I talked to I never got away from them. No, yeah. I wanted to put they, my head in a blender by the end of it. I was like, if I hear this person speak to me one more time, I'm yeah. cutting my ears off. Yeah, we had completely different interactions. <laughs> Way too much. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Which is fine now. They but... just assumed that the knowledge would trickle down to you. <laughs> just a waterfall. Just trickle down them. <laughs> which it did for the most part. And thank yeah, God I could good. just reach out to you, which is great. But yeah. yeah. Good oh, times. Good old, good old home club. Mm-hmm. I forgot what else we were saying. I feel like I was going to go somewhere, but I don't oh, know. Oh, industry tip about don't bring people with you. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Just don't bring people. That's about it. 
Yeah. I think it is sweet. No, but if you are like somebody, um, don't take that for, don't bring people, don't invite people up to the club. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? And absolutely also, invite people yeah. for sure. Also, we, nine times out of 10, you'll get comp tickets. If there's seats, absolutely. Yeah. The ticket will. Just if you have another comic friend who is like, that headliner is awesome. Yeah. Can I come with you? And like, can I sit in the green room? That's, That's not so professional, weird. so maybe just be like, don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Make them, like, invite them to the show. Yeah. You know? And maybe if they want to, if the headliner's hanging out after the show or whatever, and they want to go to the bar with you, cool. Right. Just keep it professional on comedy club grounds. Absolutely. I like it. Yeah. Well, good. I think that is a good episode. Episode hey. nine already. Oh, my gosh. Guys, I love this. We talked a lot about comedy this time. We did. Like you know, I think it makes up while. for it. Yeah. No, there was like four episodes where we didn't even say the word comedy. So <laughs> yeah. it's cool. Um, but yes, as always, give us a follow. Give us a rate. You can find us at... A Laughing Matter podcast on TikTok and Instagram. And if you want to email us, our email is a laughing matter 2023 at gmail.com. Perfect. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.